What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I am your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the hizzy! Well, that's pretty good today. Um, so first and foremost, a few people brought it to our attention that the audio wasn't as crisp um, a couple episodes ago. We just had some renovations kind of going on, so we had to film it in the car old school. Um, but we should be back to amazing audio quality, so just wanted to get that little point out there and we got a really thoughtful email about sound quality and everything and that means a lot so thanks, thanks to everyone on the lookout yeah what's going on everyone i'm pumped i'm ready kyle's fired up let's do this we got coffee if you don't have a coffee then uh pour yourself one or go to starbucks and uh let's get right to it double shot of espresso <laughs> that's it oh and i just want to give a special shout out to all of you the listeners because we've had so many thoughtful instagram messages lately it's been crazy like just about how much people have enjoyed the podcast and even some of the reviews people have left have just meant so, meant so much. Because uh, it's, you know, when we started this, me and Kyle were so unsure whether it would be worth it at all and mm-hmm. if anyone would even listen or how it would go. So, you know, seeing that people are enjoying it and binging it and like getting like, you know, a whole over the month finishing every single episode is freaking amazing. So uh, big shout out to every single one of you right now. Yeah, we lo- I can't even keep up with all these messages. Josh has been taking care of them. But I mean, every time I go on there, I just, it brings a smile to my face and not even being silly. It's just it's kind of why we continue, right? Like there's a lot of things we could do in, in the given day to pro- progress and, and keep building our, our business. But, you know, when it comes down to creating the content, it's the messages we get from you guys that fuels us to keep going. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, even cooler note, we're, we got a little bit of inspiration. We might you know, question. We're going to see if we can film three episodes first, but we might get a little vlog series out on the YouTube uh, for a little event, a little mock competition we have coming up. Yep. Uh, so there's some big, big fun content um, creation in the works. Anyways, little random. There's our housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. We got to get it done. Let's jump right into it. Give me a quote. All right. So uh, here, here's my quote. It's going to be a bit of a longer one. So Josh the other day was talking about self-love, right? So this is a huge thing, especially on Instagram, social media. It's what most people talk about. Now, uh, I came across, I'm going to give him a shout out, obviously, because, you know, it's, it's his quote and his, his thing that he was saying. Um, uh, Jordan Syatt, I believe it's Syatt Fitness. This is Gary Vaynerchuk's old trainer. Um, he had a huge thing basically saying, so much of what self-love has become on social media is just to love yourself exactly as you are no matter what. You always need to love yourself. However... Part of legitimately loving yourself is actually being objective enough and honest enough to know that you're not going to be perfect, you're not going to be good as you could be, and you have so much more potential. And this kind of really brought it home to me because uh, especially people who may be out of shape or who just may not be, you know, have a great relationship with their kids or just anything in life where they're like, they're struggling, but they could be doing better. They'll always start to tell themselves, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine the way I am. Like, and just like, it's not the nicest thing to hear. But at the end of the day, similar to what Josh was saying about being disciplined, that's true self-love. So this was like a, just a full on quote, you know, it, I think actually being able to sit down with yourself and be honest and say, I have so much more, I could do better, I could have a better relationship with my kids and my wife and um, even if you're overweight, instead of like just justifying it by saying I love myself, maybe do something about it uh, it, and if you truly love yourself, then that will show by the discipline and by the fact that you're able to go out there and do something about it and, uh, and, and love yourself legit. So that's just something that kind of brought it home to me and uh, I truly firmly believe this and yeah, that's my quote. That fires me up. And one of my clients actually motivated me to get a little whiteboard. 
See it up here? Yeah, that's sick. And I put some of my favorite quotes up here. So now I'm, I'm trying to mark them down. So right now I still have the self-love and self-discipline are two of the same. And then I have I can, I will, and I must up there. Um, and I think it's something I've actually wanted to improve upon uh, is kind of surrounding myself with these things that will... You know, I look at my goals every single day, and that's something I firmly believe in is, you know, if you look at your goals every single day, I believe you're seven times more likely to achieve them, um, which is an amazing result. Um, and I was even, you know, watching just um, an Arnold motivational video, and as I typically do sometimes in the gym, and he said when growing up, you know, and this is actually something my brother did, and it's kind of funny, but he, um, like, we just put all the photos of physiques and athletes and boxers and pro bodybuilders that he wanted to look like one day is inspiration, you know, and like by surrounding yourself with that understanding, like, hey, all these people have done it, I'm going to do it next too. Uh, you can really kind of think yourself into success there, um, which is super cool. So for me with these quotes, these accountabilities, having my goals, but now I want to make like a little vision board type thing. You know, I know that's normally something girls do, uh, but I think it is pretty powerful. You know, you can put like all the images of the places you want to get and things you want to achieve. And, you know, I've been trying to be more open with my learning and instead I'd be like, ah, that's too weird for me. But, you know, trying different things, maybe I like it, maybe I hate it. But yeah, one of my clients said he got this whiteboard for his goals. I'm like, that's it. I went on Amazon and I ordered mine. I but it. to my point of, you know, thinking and motivating and, you know, at the same time, it can be a negative. Like I know Kyle knows someone um, who spends a lot of their time, you know, theorizing and talking about self-help and self-betterment, mm -hmm. but doesn't actually enact in it and doesn't, you know, necessarily take action on it. You know, I think a lot of people, um, you know, like they said, it's literally just like self-help, um, like pornography, essentially, right? They just like feeling like they're doing something and they're just like looking at like, oh, here's quotes or, oh, I'm going to start a business. I can, you know, but people will just think, think, think and not do. And same with fitness, you know, like you always hear people are like, I could lose weight if I want to, or I could be a powerlifter, bodybuilder. Um, so that takes me to my quote here, uh, which is you cannot dream yourself into a character. You must hammer and forge yourself one. Um, so I think that's I pretty... It. That's from my boy, uh, Henry David Thoreau. He's a philosopher. And like, once again, as big as I am in visualization and fueling your mind, even like Kyle said, if you don't take action, it's over, right? Like you can't just, you know, surround yourself and be obsessed with, oh, self-help, growth, um, you know, all these things and, but not take action. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing us say, you know, all these gym tips, this and that, but you still haven't stepped into the gym or you haven't started logging your calories. My question is, what are you waiting for? Right? Like, you know, if you believe it and you know it's important, start walking the walk and talking the talk. So that's my little pep up. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Got we, really real. Yeah, we, we enjoy like we – the thing though is in fitness and business and life, like mindset is everything. So we feel like if we can start this podcast with like the first five or six minutes just kind of like – letting you kind of know how we think and how we think about just everything in life. Because I'd say we, we've spent many years of just reading these books and like, um, just trying to grow in different areas. So if we can get you guys thinking the same, we think it can translate over to your fitness and just, obviously this is the fit, healthy and happy podcast. So it's not just about being fit, but you know, healthier and happier. So then we believe we can set you up for success. And you know, every client that works with us realizes it's not just about crushing the gym and and like there's a whole mental aspect to it too right to see um the people that we've worked with succeed so that's why we like starting the podcast like that yeah and once again it's just another reminder to not 
be um, have paralysis by analysis. And even that's something me and Kyle probably are struggling with now. Like we haven't uploaded Instagram because we think, oh, it needs to be a perfect picture, perfect context. But realistically, like we should be posting it. So this is an example of something we should work on and stop slacking around with. And even YouTube, you know, like we used to have really fun series and we want to do it again. It's probably better we just do it. Don't overthink it. And if you want to make a fitness Instagram or, you know, you want to get signed up for coaching, the question is like, why are you overthinking it? Just sometimes it's time just to take action and commit. Um, and yeah, like Kyle said, mindset's so important. And when you kind of think of these bigger things, these philosophies, it really helps when we get in the learning of the mailbox question. It's funny so. that uh, you said that because uh, shout out to one of my clients, Owen, like last week, his weekly goal was to set up an Instagram page. And like, we're it. helping these people with, with fitness and like, you know, some are drink more water, some are get more sleep. But you know, at the end of the day, just having someone to hold you accountable, even though he's my client for personal or online coaching, that was one of his goals. I'm like, I love it, man. Like, let's do it. And then by Monday night, shot me a text. Here's the Instagram. Boom. But yeah, it's funny that you brought that up. <laughs> That's it. It might seem like a small thing and you yeah. like, oh, anyone can make it, but you know, even for us, when we first made our fitness page, like it was a big decision to do it. Like, even though, you know, it was just dinky and a small thing at the time. And I remember even me and Kyle were like kind of embarrassed to tell people because people go, oh yeah, you two with your stupid fitness page. Cause we had like, you know, like maybe 300 followers or something. And yeah. like, you know, people would, we use the term chirp in Canada. It's kind of from hockey, you know, chirp, chirp, chirp. Yeah, bud. Like <laughs> make little insights or Kyle would see someone, they'd say it to him or to me, like, Oh, like people would always go, Oh, you're going to work your bicep. Like, and it was like, you know, like people will try and put you down when they try to see you creating something or changing yourself. And honestly, I see this a lot too. Like someone signs up for coaching, they start getting amazing results. And I'll see one of two things. Like a lot of time clients say, Oh, my, my wife or husband is resenting me because I'm improving so much and they seem like really against fitness and, you know, health and they're making fun of me with it or way more often than not. And I mean, I guess I'll, I'll shout out even Aaron and Corey, for instance, like I have a client. Corey Davids, and um, if you want to read his review on Facebook while I'm talking, Kyle, that'd be sweet if you could pull it up. Um, but he has been absolutely crushing it with me and doing an amazing job. And his wife was interested. I know, actually, I did shut her up. Yeah, you did, yeah. Right? But same thing, he brought in his wife. And I've had so many people do this, and even like the chain of referrals. Like, I've just had so many amazing people um, kind of just, you know, bringing others into it. So if you are in coaching, you know, it's a good question. It's like, hey, how can I bring up other people? and encourage other people. I mean, we're really kind of going to all a bunch of topics, but I think it's fun podcast discussion. I want to read the quote cuz it's or the review, it's pretty awesome. Josh is amazing. Amazing. I've been working with him online for about two and a half months now and decided enough was enough with my weight about 3 months ago. So far I've lost 29 pounds and 4 inches in my waist, over 8% of my body fat and I'm not done yet and I'm lifting heavier than I ever have thanks to the best fitness and health coach of all time. Love you guys. Well, I'll take credit for that. He said to the guys, so. Oh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> thank, it. Thank you for guiding me back to a life of being fit, healthy, uh, happy, and healthy. Wow. And once again, I didn't like even any, see this. anyone who takes the time to leave a review or wow. on Facebook about the pot, like, it means so much. But, and you know, I was even thinking too, like, oh, I forget what it was, but I was buying something recently and I honestly can't remember what or else I would say it. Um, but even like, it's so hard as a consumer, right? Like if you're listening to us and you're hearing us talk about coaching, you would be consuming our product to know if you're gonna get the appropriate amount of value for your money. And like the number one tool that I've learned to love 
in terms of value and money is reviews. Mm -hmm. So for instance, yeah. Google reviews, I kind of got on to for whatever reason, like I just reviewed some things for fun. Like for me, it's cool because I can see what I like, what I didn't like. And you know, I even saw a funny Instagram post. It was like, shout out to the people that actually review places for yeah. the rest of us, because it's super important. You know, like if a place is bad or a service is bad, you should say it right and the same with coaching like if that were the case people would be leaving negative reviews but we're more than happy to admit we haven't had one negative yeah. review knock on wood you can go on facebook and check and there's no way to delete them unfortunately yeah and there's hundreds of amazing amazing reviews which is absolutely phenomenal and and like yeah even now kyle's gone on to it too leaving google reviews like it's fun and it's important um but man i really am going on a tangent yeah, that's all right though okay I mean, hey. but it's podcasty I'll take it. it. But anyways, this is where my head's at. Clearly, I'm too fired up with the coffee. Okay, well, that's kind of my two shout-outs then. Oh, and another really cool shout-out that I thought was fun. Well, lots on my head. I'm, we're, we're in a pump-up mood because we just filmed a sweet YouTube video. Yeah. How to do your first pull-up, basically. So if you don't know what to do, it's like all the steps to get it done. Um, and we get a YouTube video done. It's a good day. And like it's a sick YouTube video. So we get pretty excited when we actually film and knock out something that's really, really great. Um uh, but my other shout out was one of my other clients, Travis, uh, this guy's a beauty, you know, he's someone I've actually, you know, I end up playing Xbox with the guy. So I talk to him a lot. Um, but he said he hasn't seen one of his buddies in the gym in like two, two years or something. And the guy came up to him. He said, are you on steroids or something? Like, oh, I love how that. did you get so big and muscular? Right. Cause he was so used to him looking the same. And like, especially, you know, you get used to people not seeing you daily or weekly. They may not notice these changes as much, like you don't notice in yourself. But when you don't see someone for a while, you get their honest opinion of you, you know? Like, I'm sure we have people in their family that are like, oh, you gained a bit of weight or you lost a bit of weight or you're not eating enough. Like, that's why it's kind of funny, but shout out to him. Anyways, to your client, shout out, Kyle. I know you got a special I love one. that. On a, on a random side note, if anyone, I mean, Google, Josh and I are extremely competitive. And for one thing that's been pushing me is seeing the number go up and you level up in the, <laughs> in the local tour guide and then get points. Like it, for me, I just like it. It's like a side thing, but um, it's fun though because it, now it when fun. we leave a review, we come up first. Yeah, you know? so like we have like like big impact. Like now when Josh leaves a, a review for a business, it's not like he's a random dude. It's like no, he's reviewed fifty plus people. You know, he's got thousands of views. Anyways, it's something that we like doing, and it's uh, you know if you, if you do too, then good for you for supporting. And and I mean. If a business is bad and, and you don't like it, 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 say it. Like, that's the way it should be. Yeah, and um, I, think, I think it's important, once again, as a consumer, if you have an amazing experience to yeah. make note of it, and if you have a horrible experience to make yeah. note of it, because you can therefore help other people understand and know what you've done, right? Like, and that's why if you've liked this podcast so much, it means so much yeah. because it will help our visibility like crazy. I mean, I know a lot of people do use Spotify, but if you even have an iTunes account in general, you can just go to podcast, type in fit, healthy, happy, um, go to it and leave a review there. And like, it helps so much. Like it's like crazy. You know, we're at 50, we were, we're at more reviews than we thought we were. We're mm -hmm. at 50 something, but we want to get to a hundred. Um, and it only shows per region or something weird, but you know, if you really like this content, you can leave reviews. Other people that are considering this podcast will go and they'll be like, oh, these, this is actually a good podcast, not some garbage podcast, right? Like, so yeah. that's why it means a lot. Um, so my uh, client shout out, his name is Dean. And uh, let's see, um, basically we've been together. I have the spreadsheet in front of me. Uh, it's been, this is week six now. Uh, he came from, I believe, one of the New Year's uh, specials, I think that we, we gave um, in November. And just want to give this guy a shout out because he's one of the 
most positive, uplifting, high energy dudes that I've met, but I've never met obviously because it's online. Um, but each video check in, there's something different. It's just kind of cool. Cause he, the other day he was singing Oh Canada. I think he's from <laughs> somewhere in like, I, I want to say Oregon, like somewhere in the, in the States. Oregon. Uh, yeah. Or am I saying it wrong? Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Sounds like someone from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Oregon. I believe. Oregon, right? No. Let's okay. see. It's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in USA. I forgot. But either way, it's just like, uh, it's just so funny. And, um, you know, numbers aside, uh, it's just cool when like, you know, someone's constantly, yeah, Portland, Oregon. Um, <laughs> but anyway, someone's like constantly texting you just like form checks. Um, the other day he just bought a safety squat bar. He's got like a really cool gym in his house, which, you know, I, I definitely, um, or sorry, in his garage, which I like, uh, really admire. Um, but looking into the spreadsheet now that we've talked about just like how high energy he is, like how much potential he has and just like the amazing results he's seen. Um, we started him at, uh, 2,600 calories, you know, six weeks in 210 pounds. Um, now he's down to, he's about to be under 200. So right now we're about 200.2 on average so far. So that's 10 pounds within the, uh, six weeks without dropping calories at all. Uh, I changed things up, gave him a bit of a range. So now 24 to 26, but he's still, you know, in the higher end around 26, but that's kind of cool just to see that we really haven't done anything macro or calorie wise, you know, a couple changes here and there is giving him ranges. But the point is that he's like seen great success and now he's 20 weeks from Hawaii, which is like, you know, he's trying to get that Hawaii bod. And what I'm going to do to hold him accountable um, is I'm going to revisit this in about 20 weeks um, and then just share the results with you guys because I'm super pumped and I know he's going to achieve great things. So yeah, great job, buddy. And uh, let's keep crushing it. Yeah, Kyle showed me some of his videos. He seems like an absolute beauty. <laughs> so funny. What I think is hilarious, I started second guessing myself with this Oregon thing. Um, and then <laughs> look at this. There's an entire wiki how with how to purse your lips. For the or, or, or Oregon, right? But they said it's Oregon. Now here they're saying Oregon, but they're saying if you're a native. But why is there an entire thing for shapes of your lips? I don't know. I'm, I kind of wish we had a video because there's some funny things, I will say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a completely random thing. And this is going to be a beefy episode, clearly. Yeah, clearly. But a lot of people have been saying they just want more and more and more. So we're just trying to have fun with it, you know, and make some great content where you're learning, you're chilling, getting a few laughs. And we actually paid to increase our amount we can upload because yeah. we can upload anymore we're paying so, big money now so i think we can do like six or seven six or seven hours of so yeah we're making net negative yeah, on this podcast yeah. but we just love it so much and we and we love uh you know keeping up with y'all and dropping as much knowledge anyhow let's get into the bread and butter of All it right. um yeah sorry about that honestly we'll put the in the show notes when we get right into the questions if you're someone who's super yeah uh what's the word just like, yeah, just came just like right the for goods. the meat and the potatoes, you know? Yeah, if you're you don't someone who want the... wants that, we'll, we'll make sure. I'll make a note to um, to put that. Yeah. Um, if you don't but... want the appetizer, then we'll uh, we'll we'll put the meat and potatoes. Yeah, so course, in right? future, check the show notes. Um, it's completely cool if you don't like the banter or the quotes. I think quotes are great. I love hearing people talk about quotes because if I hear a quote, Kyle hears a quote, we'll take it two different ways. And it's just such a fun thing to kind of uh, interpret. Okay. First question for Mailbox Monday, and I love this question. Like, this was like, I was like, oh, this is a fun freaking question. Um, so, hey, man, love your Mailbox Mondays. Here's my question. Why is Sumo Deadlift getting a bad rep in the lifting community, whereas conventional is supposed to be the proper way? Aren't both good to build strength, and they're based on the person's flexibility and reach? Yeah, I mean, that's that, a, fun that's one, a great right? question. So, I mean, I'll kind of jump into yeah, it. So, ahead. there's a lot of memes about Sumo right pull sumo eat butt 
That was one of them. Insane. <laughs> so there's a bunch of <laughs> ridiculous memes about sumo. So I think the number one reason people don't like sumo too much is I find most people that just want to deadlift, like if you come with your boys, a bunch of football players, and you deadlift, people pull conventional. It's just what people think of. So sumo, I think it's kind of threaded in with like the hippier type mm-hmm. people. You know, they're wearing leggings. They're not wearing shorts, right? Like, I think that's someone's consumption. It's someone who's kind of taken the thing that's perfectly fine and tried to rewrite the wheel mm-hmm. and make this other form of deadlift. Once again, this is just my thought as to what people think. And this is kind of what I have thought. The other reason people really don't like it is because your legs are so wide, your range of motion or your ROM, that's what ROM is, range of motion, um, is significantly diminished. So you're lifting the weight like maybe, you know, half a foot a foot, whereas conventionally you're lifting it three foot, three feet. So like you just don't feel the same with the rip and it looks kind of dorky. It's like, really? Like this counts? You know what I mean? Like that's my opinion of it. Saying so, I only say that and I like if I tease anyone, it would be my friends, never a client or anything for it because I suck at it. Sumo is not as good for me as conventional. You know, and I, I've always liked conventional. I like the feel of conventional. Um, to me, like, I really, really just feel it, you know, and my hamstrings all kind of weird and, like, the flexibility of it. Um, so that's why it's not my favorite. But to your question, like, you should really deadlift, which is the best for your leverages. Yeah, and exactly. A great point is, like, whoever designed a plate, just pick the size, and that's how it's always been. Now, I'm, like, 6'1", Kyle's whatever height he is uh five seven five eight whatever right we're both using the same bar with the same plates now that really shouldn't make sense like and then once again if there's a girl that's four foot six she's using the same stuff right like you're really restricted to this one thing so you should really approach it however is acceptable to you you know if you have better leverages for sumoing cool you know if you have super long arms and it works out for you to pull conventional like myself boom why not like it works out you know and maybe you'll try one it doesn't feel right and you'll work the other and i know a lot of people will train their non-competition lift competition stance rather so what you compete with uh, to try and feed into their other deadlift like kyle's experimented with most and i know he has his opinions as to why he likes conventional yeah just conventional i mean um it, obviously like we've talked on the podcast about like the, the differences like based off like hips and what's working the back more and what's what's doing different things but um in my opinion just in, i guess where the bad rep is coming in similar to what josh was just saying like i have some pretty gnarly deadlift prs of like let's say around 500 pounds or so and it just looks so intense because the bar has and same with josh just has to travel so much further it's a lot of a longer lift it's like Whereas sumo, when your legs are out wide, the hardest part is getting the bar off the ground. So you're struggling for that first part, then it's up and then it's done. And that's just kind of like, you can't compare the way a conventional deadlift looks to to sumo, in my opinion. And um, that's just kind of the, the, why I think it gets a bad rep. But I do think, like Josh said, both are great. And yeah, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. So bear in mind, anyone who's giving it a bad rep is just joking. Like it's teasing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not serious. Yeah. Like no one, if you hit a heavy sumo, will be like, oh, dork doesn't count. Yeah. Like people are just being it's still stupid. lift. I would hear my buddy say, hey, you're cheating, you know, stuff like that just for fun. Yeah, um, it's banter yeah. and it's accepted in a, in a fed. Cool. You know, and if for whatever reason you like one or the other, you do you. Um, but I just thought it was a fun question because it's like, you know, if you just lift, you don't understand these weird nuances of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and they're things you kind of come in to understand over time. Yeah. And like, if you're a newbie and you hear people saying all this stuff, you'd be like, oh, you can't sumo, but you'll get made fun of. 
But like once you actually know why, it's like eh, it's just yeah. silly. 100%. All right. So next question we got was, "Hey guys, I have a question from Alex Monday. So I started lifting consistently about ten weeks ago. I felt great and so much stronger already. So congrats to you. That's awesome. That's, That's an huge. example of someone who wanted to do something and pulled the trigger. Um, so she's been eating on a caloric deficit since I started, with the exception of one to two uh, days a week with cheat meals." So that's an interesting thing to digest. I was wondering what your advice is for staying on the caloric deficit going forward. Should you just stick with it until you've reached your composition goals for reference? My goal is to get down to 19% body fat and I'm just under 24% now. I've heard staying on a deficit too long can damage your metabolism. I can avoid plateauing. Let me know. Okay, so a few things here. Cheat meals, Kyle. What are your opinion on two cheat meals? Two cheat meals, not cheat days, right? That yep. Cheat meals. Uh, I mean... I I'm cool with that. I I don't like I don't like cheat days because it ends up being seven thousand calories. But I feel like if you know if if you're able to be like it, not turn it into a three thousand calorie meal and just like maybe just have a bit of stuff that's not you know typically consumed or whatever, and you're just over slightly, that would just be kind of having a bit of a refeed in a way. Like I'm just not the biggest fan of them because it ends up you end up going overboard. You end up having the mindset that you know you're cheating and then all this stuff. I'd rather you just have like a refeed if you need it or just you know, maybe on the weekend, increase your calories slightly as long as you're in a deficit. I just don't think cheat meals make sense. Like I'd rather do flexible dieting as well, because then I can just kind of fit it within my day and not feel the need to have a cheat meal. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a personal term, but that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah. So in its technical term, a cheat meal is just one meal. You eat whatever you want. And then this is where people go nuts. Like I've three, 4,000, like you can do a lot of damage in one meal, right? So I'm not a fan of them for that reason because it completely ruins your ranges. Like if you're on a deficit Monday through Friday and you're hitting your weight loss goals and your meal, you know, varies from two to 6,000 calories. And believe me, it's possible. One of my friends was over and he ate like freaking six. <laughs> he's a, he's a dork though. But, um, you know, you can do a lot of damage, right? Like eating in that time. So for me, like what I kind of like to do is Monday to Friday, like, you know, when I have more control or Monday to Thursday, I like to eat as clean as I can, healthy, powerful foods. I'm already so busy, you know, with work and all this and just, you know, keeping up to it that I just like to eat super clean and feel empowered. And then if I want to do something really fun on Saturday, like the other day I wanted to eat like four donuts just because I kind of knew, okay, I'm going to have protein for breakfast. I'll eat these four dinner donuts and then I'll have a fun dinner. Now that's still a cheat meal, but I still completely hit my macros perfectly. I'm still in control of my overall um, goals, you know, my weight loss, everything's calibrated. I just allowed myself to have, you know, maybe break that 80-20 and just have something really fun for the sake of it. But it's still me being in control. Like Kyle said, it's just, you know, when it's too wishy-washy, that's why we're against cheat meals and cheat days. Is it just, eh, you know, and like you're kind of giving you this self-destructive behavior. It's just, it's just odd. I don't know. Um, so, and studies have shown they're not as effective as, you know, being more reasonable. And like I said in my Thanksgiving episode, you know, some days if there's a special event and you're okay with being a few days behind in your goals, it's better to give yourself permission and kind of understand what you're doing as opposed to being like, haha, I can finally cheat. I'm going to go nut wild. Um, next point was the body fat. So we have a really good point on the body fat, um, you know, not being the best measurement for success. We do prefer physique photos and measurements. Those are our top two. Then probably weight, then body fat relative to its initial measurement. So it is good that like she has her initial measurement and where she wants to be. Um, but once again, I don't like that as a be all end all goal. Um, so there is a lot to digest here. And then the final question is for Kyle, I've heard staying on a diet too long can damage your metabolism and I want to avoid plateauing. What are your opinions? Oh, this is, I mean, this is definitely a, a 
personal question. I think I do believe though that like you should not be on a deficit. Oh, and real quick story. Yeah. I asked for more info. So um, okay. she's been dieting for about ten weeks at about sixteen hundred calories. Um, perceived maintenance is twenty two hundred calories, and she's lost six to seven pounds so far. Okay. And then she's she's just trying to shred down. Like yeah. So she's saying like, how long should she stay on this? What should she do without? Will it damage her metabolism? I mean, it de- like it, there comes to a certain point. I think you have to also um, have like a time frame in terms of like a fat loss. And this is where most people struggle is that they think that they can follow a fat loss diet for the next like two years. But um, something I've been kind of trying to incorporate more and just like learning a little bit more about is actually doing like cycles, uh, like a periodized for dieting. So for example, six to eight weeks of like a fat loss cycle and then spend the next like 12 to six weeks actually doing some hypertrophy in like a slight surplus and then over time reevaluating after that and going back to a fat loss phase. And, and from there, you'll see long-term success. The issue where people struggle is that they're on a fat loss phase for the next like, let's say... 53 weeks, 52 weeks, and then they just come to a point where they lose a ton of muscle. They're like not able to progress at all. So I think this strategy is actually a little bit better where you're kind of going back and forth in terms of a little bit of fat loss, but then going into a muscle building phase, you know, because that will actually help your metabolism out as well. Um, that's just kind of my, my viewpoint that I've been trying to learn a little bit more about. Um, I don't know if that specifically answers your question, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I For me, like, so metabolism is a buzzword, first of all, that encompasses a million different things. Um, like, and even because I'm on Insta, I can see the individual. And like, she's, uh, we just won't go ahead with names unless we know them. Like, she's already in good shape. Like, she's athletic. She's hustling. You can tell she just kind of wants to tidy up and just diet down for whatever reason. You know, it could be summer. It could be goal. Anything like that. So, you know, she's already at a place where she is really healthy and she wants to continue. So it's not like... So usually when you think of metabolic damage, it's when you diet too hard. So it's when you really cut cows and you're really overly suppressive. So I think a lot of, um, in particular, not just to use the umbrella term, but women on their first diet will say, I need to starve myself and eat as little as possible. You know, like I love in, on the office when um, Mindy, she's like, uh, don't talk to me. I'm on my diet. And all she's having is like, I forget what it was exactly, but I think it was like orange juice and honey. Or something super yeah. weird and like and then she just faints after getting off the scale you know like so a lot of people are overly restrictive and when you're overly restrictive your body goes hey i'm not being fed i'm being starved i need to suppress all my key hormones that will cause me to actually digest properly to lose fat to function optimally so i can minimize the amount of fat i'm burning and it becomes this issue where you're actually restricting yourself from losing any weight whatsoever um so she's eating a very reasonable amount of calories and once again if she kept that 1600 and then um you know kept those cheat meals within that 1600 measurement um she would have no problem reaching her goals like it should line up obviously there's a million other moving parts and technicalities you know pushing volume progressive overload you know diet breaks all these things um but so the best thing you can do is keep your calories at a reasonable amount maintain your diet till you want to be done but like kyle said you shouldn't necessarily just be dieting for three years straight it is good to utilize things and the best thing you can do is diet breaks so you know once again we've talked about diet breaks already on this podcast uh while i'm talking if you want to find the episode number that'd be sweet um but if you don't know what that is definitely listen to that podcast right after this because diet breaks basically you're going to reset towards your metabolism so her perceived metabolism was 2200 so maybe it's changed a bit 
So she could pop it over to like 2K perhaps, kind of see how it is. You might gain weight, you may not. It's okay, most of it will be food volume, but you're allowing your body to have that slight kind of regulation once again, being out of the deficit, allow your hormones to be restored, kind of trick your body and saying, okay, business as usual. And then when you resume to that diet at 16 or 1700 calories, you're gonna be well taken care of, right? Like everything's gonna continue. You're gonna lose weight at a better optimal rate. And once again, it's one step backwards, but two steps forwards. You're gonna have a lot of progression this way and you'll actually do better overall and you won't hurt your metabolism as much as someone who just diets really hard and does a quote-unquote crash diet oh i'm trying to remember because it wasn't the recent fat loss one it was a different it was pretty oh it was the complete guide the complete right? guide yeah so this is what you guys need to listen to so this was very recent very recent um complete guide so episode 128 complete guide to fat loss five and ways. on our youtube if you search class fitness diet break, yeah. there, there's gonna be something we we talk about them a lot um but yeah that's that's a big one yeah i love it yeah it's great all right that was a great question thank you there's a lot to dissect in that um so next question advice for overcoming self-doubt regarding fitness and my journey and this is another question i love because yeah you start i'm gonna find a charger for my laptop absolutely oh um did you did you put the one back in my bag yeah okay cool yeah we're always charging our laptops we still got uh 2015 macbook pros and they're kicking well but uh the batteries start to go a little bit um, so I love this question so much because when I started, I was just hungry to consume anything fitness. You know, I just wanted to learn from anyone I could. And I started with the knowledge I've already been told that was very, very wrong for most people. And then once again, when I was like a little kid, I remember the first time I thought, man, I could lose so much money, water or lose so much weight by drinking a ton of water and going to the bathroom that I'm going to get shredded and probably have abs. So I kept drinking as much water as I could going to the bathroom and then going on the scale. And it was the weirdest thing, but for whatever reason at that time in my life, I thought that was going to get me abs. And, you know, obviously that's a child's mind, but I think people kind of continue that curiosity and, you know, they're almost naive in how they approach it, where if someone I respect in my life, you know, be it my mom or my dad or my friend tells me something about fitness or weight loss and they look better than me, I'm going to say, oh, cool. Like if I do this thing, I'm going to look like that, right? But you want to be very cautious, you know, and even on some of our videos, like our leg press videos. So if you don't know much about how we look, like I'm 210, I have a pretty decent body fat. I'm quite strong. You know, I have good muscularity. I think I'd be considered more muscular than most people, um, but we don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or one of the geared up bodybuilders of the day. And people will say, oh, I can't listen to you. You don't have steroid body. And it's like, hold the phone like are you trying to train and be are you a steroided athlete who wants to get blown up in that regard or do you want to listen to someone with lived experience who still achieved what you wanted to achieve right so that's where i struggled with my doubt was like who do i listen to what's right what's wrong um and that's why we encourage you even on this podcast anything we say you can fact check it do studies and for me you know like when i was researching i would try to find three to five sources that would confirm a central theme and then find other evidence to support it. And whenever I thought I knew something, I tried to look for evidence to not support it. And that's how you can be really, um, you know, like assured in what you're doing. Now this sounds complicated. And at the end of the day, I mean, hopefully you trust me and you can take a lot of what we say at face value. So people who are consuming all of this and as well as our YouTube videos are going to be highly successful. Like even one of my clients says he continually watch, we've been together almost three years now and he continually watches our form videos on repeat every time he does cardio, just so we can pick up little odds and ends to be that much better. Um, so I think an easy way to overcome it is to be very sure in who you're following and who you're listening to. And one of the best ways you can do that is with online coaching. You know, I've had so many people that are just so unsure of what to do or they're not succeeding and they've done okay. 
they sign up and then they're like, what the heck? Like, what, how are you doing this? Like some people are like, are you a magician? Like, what are you doing to me? Like in a month, how am I losing all this weight? Like, it's like honestly incredible. I love it. And like every day, every week I just get texts and messages. Like I haven't been this weight since I was like, um, you know, younger than 15 or like all these crazy things like where people are just feeling so good. I don't think it was 15. I think she's like in her thirties now. And she said she hasn't been that weight since she was in her twenties. Um, but like just all these net wins or my arms are bigger. I can't believe I deadlifted 405 pounds after not being able to do two plates. Like, you know, all these wins. Right. And because we've worked with well over 400 people now, we have a tally on our website that we're always updating. Um, we work with so many people and we have that 90 cent, 90% success rate. And that's including some people that are half in half out. But if you're all the way in, it's a hundred percent success rate. So if you want to remove any self doubt and succeed in your fitness, a million percent, definitely head over to www.colossusfitness.com um, and shoot us a message with our coaching. Um, once again, we didn't do a Black Friday sale and we're not doing a New Year's sale. We refuse uh, because I think that's when you get a lot of people that aren't dead serious. So if you're going to take action this year and get ahead of it, we're doing a mid-month kind of promotion, not so much a sale because we don't want to discount our thing, but we're going to give you a gateway to go ahead into coaching at an amazing rate. That I is love just it going to give you everything you need anything to add there no i would just say uh, uh your points were great and i love that and i would also say for a lot of you who are just starting out because it seems like that question was you know um is going to happen for a lot of people who are just starting just stop being so dang hard on yourself like uh a lot of times people like i'll use the scale for example right so um the reason you'll start to self doubt yourself and just like not think it's working is because you're going to focus on um, just the scale movement, for example, but realizing um, similar to what Josh was saying, just having the knowledge, but let's say the scale is just simply data that's going to fluctuate day to day. You know, you got to stop thinking otherwise, but you know, if you wake up and it's like a pound heavier and you don't realize that it's just data, you're going to start to doubt yourself. You're going to stop working out. You're going to start binging and eating um, not the way you should be. Um, but just like, you know, just stop being hard on yourself in those different ways and thinking that, you know, you need to go to the gym seven days a week, just go three, just like create those habits that we always talk about. And I think you'll stop, um, like, yeah. And the other thing I would say is, is not to compare yourself to, you know, those, um, the, the, everyone online. I don't know if you mentioned this while I was getting the charger, just like the juice head. You, you did say this though for yourself, right? The juice no, heads. You like, can elaborate. I think, yeah, elaborate. Like, I think a lot of people, because like people it. just like, they, they start seeing these like things online of like, um, I saw these transformations that were like, I believe it was like nine weeks and then it's just so insane. I looked at him like there's absolutely no way, but like I've worked with many individuals. I just know like what's possible, what's not like, you know, especially people being on steroids and then Photoshop, all this stuff. And when you're looking at something like that, you're going to start to doubt yourself immediately because you're like, I can't do that. Like, that's crazy. I got to be in the gym seven days a week, three hours and, you know, uh, eat chicken, broccoli and rice. So just kind of overcoming um, the comparison of other people as well as just, you know, not being too hard on yourself and just making it fit your lifestyle. I think that you'll, you'll be able to overcome the self-doubt that always, uh, is, is creeping up on you. And, and the unrealistic expectations I'd also say is, is the biggest thing. Cause you're going to doubt if you can actually do it. You know, like the other day we had a, a question that Josh answered, which was, you know, can I lose 60 pounds in four months? And if you set a goal like that, you're going to be doubting yourself every, every single day and you're never going to, but if you set a realistic one, you'll be clicking check marks every single day and actually succeed. So that's just my two cents there. Boom. Yeah. So that, that's a huge one. I uh, will do one more since it's probably a pretty long episode here. Um, this is another fun one. Um, so how do you know the difference between extra skin and fat? And uh, 
usually uh, the common answer people give is Arnold's answer of if it jiggles, it's fat. Jeez. And that's kind of like a fun way to know it. I mean, if you can flex it and you can still pinch a lot, you can kind of get an idea. Um, but once again, like if you're asking this question, it's possible you're very overweight. If you were significantly overweight for a while, your skin grows and kind of gets stretched out to that level. Um, and if you lose a lot of weight radically, you'll kind of have that left over. So say people that are losing over 100, 150 pounds, a lot of them do kind of get that surgery to get rid of that extra skin. It's a very personal decision. Um, but once again, I, I think people overthink it, even in your stomach, like you'd be amazed, like a little bit of water uh, weight in your stomach is one thing. Um, but it's nothing to worry about. Like we all have it, you know, even me, like in all the times when I've had the most shredded intense abs, like if you give me a bunch of water, salt and food, like I'm a human, you know what I mean? Like you're not walking around, you lift up your shirt and boom, like to a degree, but you kind of get my point. So I think some people get too caught up on it. And if you peak and do the right things, you can remove that pretty quick. But um, yeah, once again, if it jiggles and if you can flex it and you know, like even me right now, I'm flexing my stomach, I can pull a little bit of skin. Um, but if you have lost a lot of weight, it probably is just skin. Um, but everyone's different and you get a better eye. Like, I mean, if you want, you can send a photo and I can give you my two cents, but I had someone who signed up um, and he had like a, a wider waist. And like, I think he was more concerned with his waist because it's just how his bones were. He has very wide hips. So he wasn't like, didn't have a ton, but there was definitely enough room. I think we did like three or four inches off his waist. Um, but like, it looked like to the, most people it looked like you could do eight, but he just once again had wider hips and you could tell when he's brought in, that was all he's really going to lose on his stomach. So everyone's different. I mean, that's kind of the best answer. Anything Kyle? Yeah, no, I just remember following uh, this guy, obese to beast. And you know, unfortunately those people who um, yeah, he's got an Instagram. He, he's got a YouTube channel and you could just tell like he, he's done a physique show and he literally did everything he could do possibly in terms of, you know, fat loss. And when he was, uh, you know, in the competition, um, it kind of looks like they're, you know, first glance, oh, they're storing more fat, but it's just, it's just extra skin. And I feel like once, like as similar to what Josh was saying, you know, people probably overthinking it a little bit, and unless you've been extremely extremely overweight uh, you, you're really not going to have a whole lot of, of extra skin unless there's something else going on there um, but you know typically you can like for this guy he just he was in the calorie deficit he followed everything got to a low body fat but uh, you know just had that extra skin and you could just tell it I feel like your eyes can tell like exactly like what it is like what what extra skin it is what what fat is you know meow meow <laughs> okay sign up with us for coaching Oh yeah! Happy Remember early New Year. Solved out. Get a jump on this. Uh, we're not going to run this Don't very long. Wait till the New Year. Do not wait. Do you not know, wait. shoot the email now. Let us take care of you. And in a month from today, I want you to say, "Wow, I honestly, this little investment I made, like especially relative to the amount you're getting." And that's the thing. Anyone who signs up with us, every dollar you spend, I want you to get four times the value uh, to the dollar. Like we want it to be to the point where it's like, "How the heck?" is this so affordable for how amazing the service is? And you know, a lot of people actually that end up signing up are like, I feel like I should be paying you more, but I'm not, I really shouldn't say anything, but, and that's what it's all about. You know, more than anything, we want to help people. Uh, that's our number one priority. So we'd love to help you out. Uh, make that happen by going to colossusfitness.com. Uh, go to online coaching and you can just inquire there. Uh, and then we can tell you more and just give us a lot of info so we can let you know if and how we will exactly help you. And we look forward to it. If you listened all the way here, you're amazing. And you're someone who should leave a review because you're a real one. 
Um, so if you can leave a review on iTunes, if you have any iTunes or Apple account for anything, that will do the job. Um, so you can just head over to Apple, go to podcast, search us in and leave a review. It would mean the world. I mean, if this comes out on Monday and we get like three to five reviews, I'd be super, super Jeez. hyped. So just know that that's not a big goal. If you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I'm going to do it. And you're one of those people. You're amazing. We will see it and it will really make our day. So thank you so much. Anyone who takes the time to do that right now. If uh, you don't do it, you suck. No, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> it's completely cool. Everyone's got a busy life. has got to do their thing. But, you know, if you can, it means a lot because I listen to these two sometimes. And I'm like, eh, I know, but I want to do other things. But if you take two seconds, it means so much. So peace out. Ruff.